0: Did you just pull that card? I did. Oh, okay. Um, ready. Ready. Hi. Welcome to episode two of The Sisters Are In. You're sitting with Donna and Kathy. Hello. We're at the table as usual, Sophie at the board. And um, we are so excited. We're coming off a really exciting week for us. We dropped our first couple of uh, podcasts and the feedback has been tremendous.
1: We want to thank you. It's for that.
0: amazing. Um, we really thought that we would just be talking to each other and a few of our friends who felt obligated to listen. And many of them are. Are, but so many people surprised us who we didn't think would listen and such fantastic feedback. We're so encouraged. So sitting here again to record came very easy with enthusiasm. It was a really crazy week. Um, you had a crazy week? It was really busy. I actually had a very busy week. My The highlight of my week was that I went to DragCon.
1: Oh my gosh. In New York City. Your pictures and I won't go- were... I won't go on amazing. and on about it,
0: but it just there was a lot of um reminiscing that happened because it brought to mind that there was a i i told you the uh that little ten year old drag queen whose name is now it's it's um leaving me now because of the day I'll think of it in a second and yeah. uh, the amazing Desmond the amazing, thank you. Desmond the amazing, he did a runway walk, and the place went crazy. And he actually cut the ribbon with Mama Ru, and um, I couldn't believe the celebrity mania that was going on. And I remembered in the you know in the eighties going down to the city with my best friend who liked to do drag, but it wasn't girly drag. He was like Rocky Horror drag, and we would come out of his where he lived, the building, and we would run for our lives for the subway because just walking around out, you know, in the wild with everybody else, we took our lives in our hands, like, you know, the harassment, getting beat up, Mm -hmm. et cetera. And, uh, I mean, we were rolled a couple times for sure. And fast forward within my lifetime, even though, yes, we have a lot more to go, I uh, agree with that, but I just think within my lifetime that it was so mainstream, so suburban, uh, the environment that it was, um, it, it was just really, you know, it was a, it was a good juxtaposition to the other side of the week, which was the anticipation of that, you know, monster hurricane that, um, just sent, you know, frenetic vibrations throughout. And so, um, it was extreme. You know, I had extreme highs and extreme lows this week.
1: You remember last time we were talking about, and you said that you weren't exciting. You said that you you sometimes like to just read books, and you're just you know sometimes you so you don't like to have exciting things. So I just want to reinforce that you had an exciting week. <laughs> I did have an exciting week, and I did not have an exciting week. <laughs> yeah, and I know that. In this session, we're going to be talking about uh, psychic stories, yeah. and we're going to be talking about boundaries. So I was reflecting this whole week, and I've been binge-watching a lot of shows that you already have watched because you mm-hmm. send me a list, and my other sister sends me a list, and then I catch up later. So this week was all about me just just really taking it easy and not doing much, but I was reflecting on some some things about psychic (laughs) stories, and I wanted to talk about my unpsychic stories my frustration of when I really want to be psychic and then my friend Gabriel you know my charismatic adult in the spirit your imaginary friends yeah that I'm gonna (laughs) make you sound like a nutball first of all he's my spirit guide yeah okay and that's how I become that's how I get my messages (laughs) so but it seems like he doesn't come through when I, when I really should, should have somebody come through and support me. So, uh, I had been binge watching, uh, on Hulu, all the English shows, um, uh, Harlot, you don't watch Harlot. Of course I you, did. You did? Yeah. And everything was so English. Everything was like, honey, like everything had this deep <laughs> English. <laughs> That was my best English accent. And then I binge-watched Downton Abbey, which I yeah. love. I mm-hmm. understand. I wish that I had watched it sooner. So during my um, whole thing of binge-watching these English shows and, and Mastermind Theater, right? Is it Mastermind? It's not Master. Masterpiece. <laughs> oh, it's so masterpiece Theater. Mm-hmm. I was reflecting on things that I've done that I wish that I had my charismatic adult with me. Uh, because uh, i embarrassed myself i went to the grocery store and every time i say this story i end up really laughing hard but i was reflecting on it and i go to the grocery store and i go to the deli counter and the guy who or the kid who always cuts the meat knows knows me cuz i'm a regular mm-hmm. and i just drove over i wasn't thinking about anything and i go up to the counter And out of my mouth, I say. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do do it. it. I said. Oh, my God. I did. I said, can I have a quarter pound of tsunami (laughs) plates? So (laughs) embarrassing. And the kid eye locks me and I go in my thinking bubble. Do I commit? Do I just (laughs) stop talking? And his thinking (laughs) bubble was. What do is I, this lady doing? And do I have to call an ambulance like because when? you're having an <laughs> like episode? Me and his eye, he just eyes got big and he locked me. And I just was like, I'm going to commit in my head. And I said, thank you very much. <laughs> you're <laughs> such a weirdo. <laughs> and, and so now
0: you know that you're the weird lady uh, they yes, talked about uh, all day. And every time you come
1: <laughs> to the counter. Quarter pound of salami <laughs> place. And <laughs> just came out. And I, the whole time I'm like, Gabriel you weren't there for me Um, you didn't say stop don't talk just get your salami don't talk about anything and I just was like I but the thing what I want to talk about is why I do this all the time I always say these things and I can't take it back and I'm like I just. I don't even
0: know what to say I I know it's a podcast and I should like engage right now but I just my mouth is a gape
1: all I'm saying is that It seems to happen that way because...
0: So the the highlight of your week was talking with an English (laughs) accent. (laughs) That was your highlight
1: of the week. And embarrassing (laughs) myself. And I couldn't get over it. And a whole day I was like shaking my head. I do
0: want to uh, go back uh, a little bit to change. We got an email after somebody listened to our podcast this week. Mm -hmm. And before we... You know, deep dive into what we're going to talk about this week. I wanted to just touch on the email that came through. Okay. What was the email? Tell me. uh, I love her. Her little joke was awesome. It was a longtime listener. So (laughs) thank you for that. That was hilarious. I laughed out loud at that. I'm going through tremendous change right now. My only child just started college. My husband of 22 years and I are alone for the first time in 17 years. And I've started a brand new job. Ooh. Uh, I use action to distract my analyzing my emotions during this time. So, how can I learn to embrace the change without being afraid of the emotional component? Now, before you have your words of wisdom, which I know you immediately know what to say because I can tell. Oh, you get my like, face. My no, face. your shoulders go up. I did do your that. Shoulders I was like, go oh, up. But um, uh, there's a there is the the key words for me that came out is a sin that I commit. And, and that is I use action distract from my it's um, it's something that we picked up from our mother is that um, being so busy that to distract yourself from what's really bothering you was a terrible habit I had to break years ago. I used to work a lot of jobs and I still you know, my challenge is that Um, I'm lucky enough to only work one job. I do not have children. My time is my own. My partner and I live separate lives together, and I over-socialize. I over-commit my calendar. There's weeks where I'm not home at all after work, and then I'm exhausted, and that's a terrible habit to have. So uh, I would say don't do that. My advice to her before you tell her real advice is be naked around the house a lot because you can now. Oh, that is exciting, right? Mm -hmm. Shake it up. Shake it up. Um, and don't be too busy.
1: I think it's good advice. I don't, I don't know why. I think that is real advice that you're, you're giving her. I love, uh, some, a good friend of mine, um, said to me, you got to trust the process. So I say that all the time to Mm. everybody. So my advice is trust the process and and don't try to fight it well what's the process if it's you, you have an empty house the empty the, house pro- what is that process the process is your emotions one minute you're going to be you could be crying because you miss your kids and the next minute you're like yeah you know let's have the music on loud and dance around and the next minute you could be like uh what are we going to do now you have to trust your feelings in the moment and don't force it don't force the time don't force what you think you have to do in that moment So I say, embrace it. It's a, it's a new time in your life. It's a new chapter. Uh, write out things that make you happy, things you like to do. That's also great. And I think trust the process. Don't try to force it.
0: Yeah, I think it's also a great time. Um, I think in the future we'll talk uh, in an episode about cycles. And I love this time of year for starting new cycles Mm -hmm. because it's it's the end of the earth year right it's the end of our those of those people who follow the wheel of the earth uh, this is our end of the year our new year is november 1st right so um i love this time of year to um acknowledge a change and put new things in motion i mean this is the time where um i can imagine i uh i revel in my me time and my me time is all the time because i've made those choices a lot and i people can imagine hard time i don't mean to, I know. to and interrupt i was just about you. to say that i don't know how to tell somebody to do that but i can i know a lot of people who have zero me, me time mm-hmm. and i don't know how to tell you to start enjoying me time
1: that's why you can't it's you, when you're giving out advice or you're suggesting something to somebody i always have to be mindful to know that it's It's not, it's easier said than done. Yeah. But in this instinct, it's just a good, it's just a good habit to just, it's, it's okay to not know what to do. Everybody's so used to having to define their moments. They get distracted on Uh just being. Yeah. Right. So I say to everybody and you know who you are because I know people are listening. I always say, be the black Panther. The black Panther (laughs) is a totem animal. It's a a totem animal. Yeah. Why are you laughing at it? It's true. It's a totem animal, and it yeah. represents just being. Yeah. And that's why, you know, animals are a great totem when you see things to give you these messages. Mm-hmm. So be the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You just be. Just enjoy the walk. Just yeah. wander about. Yeah. And you're going to find what is more what is interesting because you never had time to.
0: Right. I mean, I would think that when you have a kid uh, and a family and a house to put, you know, keep together, you're constantly checking off your list checking off your list like try to have days with no lists
1: oh my god then people wander around that's exactly what you're (laughs) supposed to wander wander and go with the flow some people have a hard time and you know that's good practice i have a hard time not eating sugar yeah so if somebody told me listen just don't eat that piece of cake i'm gonna look at you and go that's nice yeah you know you don't have to watch me yeah but i think in this instant instant that um just being is entrusting the process and don't force to think you have to be a certain way.
0: Yeah. Okay. What I was going to say, since it's psychic episode, psychic stuff, do you want to pull a card or two for her right now? Oh yeah. Let's Thank do you. that. You Where are you? It,
1: oh. Our producer was thinking yeah. that too.
0: So use your, use your cards. You can mix them up if you want to. Again, or just pull. There oh look that at that.
1: Was, you got the fool, which is fantastic. It's right. it looks like a man uh we'll put the picture on the mm-hmm. on the um Facebook page. But the fool is a fantastic card that I pulled out for you, which is taking a leap of faith, taking a chance, um, going with the flow. Uh it's okay for you to get intoxicated. It's also telling me that you need to be more passionate. Use your passion. You kind of lost your passion. Use your passion. Use your um, fall in love again with your partner. You know, uh, you know, if you have one, it's important to just really enjoy the moment. And so uh, that's 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 the message I got for you.
0: start talking in an english accent i am
1: going to punch than, like, you i punch is you in the face is that a challenge is that a ch- I, can't, I didn't say governor at least i didn't say governor <laughs> oh Isn't my it? god governor i didn't say governor so, governor oh my i didn't god. do that didn't have, like, so that kid will never forget me okay go ahead <laughs> so, i apologize
0: i wanted to ask you what you think like when you tell people that you're psychic but I never even hear you say that you're psychic. Like when you you say you do readings, you talk to spirit, <laughs> you get messages, I, you know I'm kind of making fun of you right now. That's okay. That's you okay. Say, we always say, let's see what Madame Ruby sees, right? Yeah. So we come from our influences, our maternal influences that we talked about in the past, um, that the things that they use, which basically I always feel like uh, there's nothing that you're gonna look at. There's nothing you're gonna touch, and there's nobody that you're gonna talk to that's gonna tell you your future. And I, I, I get a little resentful tone in my voice because I cannot stand people who say, "I, I, I'm gonna tell you your future. I can see your future," because I, I've, I've said it before. It's like it's the trajectory that you're on right now. And so when people want to talk to the dead, you know. Um, I don't like labels, I don't like, you know, the idea that I'm a medium. Uh, You know, you can say you're an empath, you could say you're, there's so many different ways of interpreting energy, and interpreting um, information that you get, and so, for me, I feel that, I feel like, and you and I have talked about it when we do like free advice for a dollar outside, and a lady sits down next to us, I'm reading her body, I'm reading her language, I'm looking at her, um, how she interacts with you, and I can feel her energy, mm-hmm. and you yeah. do get the messages from your, I don't know, from uh, the, the guy at the deli counter, or <laughs> wherever, I, but. Um, I have a spirit guide, and right. I have a psychic guide. wait, I want to stop you right there. I feel, do you feel that everybody has a spirit guide?
1: Me personally, absolutely. Okay. So, absolutely.
0: So uh, if you say that you, you know, when you say I have a spirit guide, but everybody has a spirit guide, right? Uh, in my belief. In your belief. Right. How we, you know, walk around. Right. Not thinking. Think so. mm-hmm. Right. Um, you feel like you get your information, your messages from an outside
1: source? Like yes. You, you feel yes. like you're getting. I, 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 I am uh, clairvoyant and clairaudient. Which means that I can hear things, and I can feel things, and I can see things. I'd like to go back to the original question about psychics and why I I never say that I'm psychic. And I have met people who can see your future, who can uh, definitely premonize, who have premonitions. Mm -hmm. That's real uh I have people who are mediums that's real in my world I've seen it I've witnessed some pretty mm-hmm. amazing things I know a psychic who can find missing people and children it's amazing uh the different gifts and how I usually explain it is that psychic ability is kind of like an artist so uh, when you say you're an artist well what kind of artist are yeah, you right. some people are abstract That's my point some people yeah. are amazing portrait artists some people can do sculpting some people like you know we can go on about it right it's what your skill is and what your talent is my art psychic ability is abstract art which means that I can take your energy I can talk to your guide I know who's around you I can it depends on what your needs are so I can kind of be flexible with whatever it is that you work with i ne- I was always embarrassed to say I was psychic because I never wanted to get clump in, right. clumped in with people who say they are and don't and hurt people yeah and it's it's a sacred it's a sacred skill it's not something to be taken lightly and so for years i I changed my name mm-hmm. I worked uh for uh you know web yeah Mm-hmm. Web psychic uh, networks, mm-hmm. and I was very, I did very well on it, but I did not use my name. Uh, I would not tell anybody who I was. I worked in the school districts and I worked in government places, and I didn't want people to think that I was, uh, as you say, crazy or nuts, mm-hmm. and it, it's not easily understood. And I don't like justifying myself.
0: Yeah. It- um, I know what you mean. My first experience with having my cards read was by a woman um we'll call her Leslie. Did <laughs> you get that? <laughs> um Leslie. Um and immediately she sat you know we sat down I was very excited uh she came recommended I was young I was like I don't know 19, 18 years old mm-hmm. and she immediately said like oh I see um I see everything uh it's pretty clear um you're going to have twin boys and you're going to die before you're 40 in a natural disaster. Jesus.
1: That, that <laughs> boils me up. That right.
0: Boils me up. Because- and I'll, n- I'll never forget
1: thinking you're an asshole. <laughs> like, Yeah. And to do, to eat, to, even if you have that premonition of that, to put that on somebody who doesn't know how to press process that is unfair because your whole life you're like, I'm going to be 40 and you make decisions based on, you know, you dying. I meet a lot of people who are very dependent on the psychics they see. Yeah. A lot of my clientele, I want to say 60% of my clientele come to me because they had a poor reading because they can't get it out of their head. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, okay, if you trust me, that's not going to happen. Uh, Trust me that this is this is the path you're going on. And I try to stay as positive as possible because in like I said, in my philosophy, I have a great relationship with God and my God is uh, love and the universe and my feelings. And so when I say it, it's a very powerful thing. And to relieve people of that expectation of Mm -hmm. their future, because then you miss out on the present. Yeah. So I turned it around, and now, as I get older, I care less about what people think, which is a huge thing, and I help so many people that, how can I be ashamed of that? If I'm doing it the right way, I I feel like, how can I be doing a disservice? You know, I would never tell anybody their death, even if I I would never tell somebody that. And I would never tell you when your baby's going to be born. And I will never tell you, because that's a divine thing that, um, you know life or death is not my it's not my role it's it's your it's whatever you believe in's role i i just have i have boundaries with that i have boundaries with people yeah with that and they're, and they're, you know that's so that's my take on it yeah yeah um on the other hand
0: uh a year later i met the woman who uh was eventually going to be my uh spiritual um mentor who initiated me and at the time, I was a non-believer. I mean, I was so angry at the world. My best friend was dying of AIDS. Um, uh, I had things happen to me that were um, being sabotaged by my own mother. I had no idea until later. Um, it was a dark time. And for young people to feel that way, I, I, I wish it on no one. And so I couldn't really believe in anything except, um, you know, a shitty darkness. And at, and then my friend died. And I had, I've mentioned it before, I I had what I feel was a spiritual experience. I'm not really sure what the experience was on a scientific level. And uh, suddenly people were put in my path who uh, taught me a lot. And Rose was her name. And she was a very talented channeler and when she told me what she did I was like uh-huh I bet I bet and she was friends with our mother and she said I'll give you a reading if you babysit my daughter. I said okay sure why not. I was happy to babysit anyway uh as far as I was concerned I was giving a uh doing a favor for my friend and or for my mother's friend and um so uh, I babysit, and her daughter, who's now a uh, a successful uh, obstetrician in New Orleans, Crazy. love her. Amazing. Um, she was a tiny, teeny tiny, three years old, and it was also the first time I ever had a weird past life thing happen too. Um, she was attached to me immediately. She. While we were, while I was babysitting her, I was spending the night and, uh, in the middle of the night, I look over and she's staring at me like a little creepy kid in a horror movie. I said, do you want to sleep with me? And she said, yeah. And she climbed into bed and the next morning she said, um, mom to her mother. So mom, uh, Donna likes scrambled eggs and, um, she doesn't like peanut butter cause she was making peanut butter. So how do you know? that I like scrambled eggs and I don't like peanut butter. And she looked me dead in the eye and said, because I was your mother. (laughs) And she always, (laughs) as a little kid, and we hung out until she, they moved, uh, until she moved. And, um, she always had this weird maternal bossy thing with me, mm-hmm. and I fell right into yes. it. So that was weird. That was You attract weird. who you are. That was weird moment, <laughs> number one. <laughs> you attract <laughs> who you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, bossy. I'm so Ma- bossy, the boss. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> and, uh, and then the second thing that happened was Rose said, um, I'm going to give you a channeled reading. Would you rather me speak it, or would you want me to write it down? And I thought, I don't know what you're doing. It kind of fucking freaked me out. And I was like, you can write it down. So, I, and I said, do I have to be here? And she said, no. And I, I have it somewhere. And um, she, in that reading, there was a message from my friend who passed. And it was the inside joke we had when we did drama club in high school love that.: Our joke, I love that stuff. Our joke was we were um, almost in a school bus accident, and at the time, we were doing so much for the play in school that we kind of laughed about like, if something happens to us, they're going to have to show the movie. And we were doing grease. And we were like, "Oh my God, if we have to die, <laughs> if we die in this bus accident, right. they're going to have to show the movie. That was in 10th grade, right? Um, No, that was 11th grade. I'm sorry. It was our 11th grade. And for years, I mean, into him uh, going to NYU, our joke was they'll have to show the movie every time he was a little too sick or we missed a train or it was just our Hmm. like, everyone's going to have to live without us. And by doing that, they're going to have to show the movie. That's beautiful. And so we always said that's that beautiful. I it love was it. that phrase was in that letter.
1: Well, that's pretty clear. <laughs> and I that's was, pretty clear. I think that's a, I think I, think I
0: pee, I pee- peed my pants. <laughs> I'm sure you that. did. And, and that was, sure that was the springboard. That was like the push into the pool. Yeah. For me, that was like, okay, I feel like there's something bigger out there. I don't know what it is and I don't want to define it, but I do feel like it's bigger. And like I said, once you get pushed in the pool, you know, th- you know, things come to you to teach you. And along the way, I've learned, um, uh, you know, about shamans. I did the sweat lodge and there's some things are good for me. Some things are not good for me, etc. But the number one thing I tell people, if you want to develop your own intuition, everybody has it. You must meditate, meditate, meditate.
1: I think that that's, thank you for sharing that. I didn't know that. And that's, and I know it's just beautiful. I just love when those things happen because it helps people to open up to their spirit, spirituality. My first psychic experience, I I was thinking about this, uh, when I was four years old and dad was in the lazy boy, you know, in his recliner chair and I used to sit under the gold one, the gold one. (laughs) And he used to work three to 11. I'm sorry.
0: The really gross gold one that was like corduroy. And it was worn out. It's my weird And it
1: smelled (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) It was fantastic. (laughs) Anyway. And I used to sit. He used to recline in it. And I would make a fort underneath. Mm -hmm. And we'd watch Sesame Street. Mm Because it was before I went to kindergarten. But I remember this. And I was watching Sesame Street. And Linda Bove was in the corner, and Linda Bove was the interpreter. Mm-hmm. She, you know the one, the woman? Yeah. Her name was Linda mm-hmm. Bove. She was the interpreter. Now, as a young child, I didn't know that I was I just born. have
0: to tell you that when you do sign language during yeah. a podcast, nobody <laughs> <laughs> sees that. <laughs> <laughs> did so, I do it with
1: an English accent? <laughs> 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 did I sign with an English accent? <laughs> shut up. So I, Linda Bove was... The, I did. I did sign. That was really yeah. funny. Um, she was in the corner. <laughs> shut, shut up, so <laughs> So <laughs> I, was, I was in the corner and I remember saying out loud, dad, daddy, I'm, that's what I'm going to do when I grow up. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's great. You know, uh, and I remember I, I remember seeing my I know this sounds really kooky, but we I at that time I was in the bedroom. We, you know, we're gonna talk about haunted stuff. Yeah. I was staying in that haunted room. Yeah. I never felt unsafe. I never felt, I always slept fine, Uh I think. I just, I try to stay good memories. But I remember playing on the floor and all that kind of stuff and seeing myself in third person and I, and I feel like somebody was always with me in a a good way. Like, so I was always had a protector. I
0: always felt like somebody was with me in a bad way in that room.
1: And I think that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I never felt unsafe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was scared of the dark, but never scared that I was going to get hurt. Just scared of the, just spooked out. Mm -hmm. So... To highlight that, I used to say, um, as I got older, I would say things like, I'm going to work on cars, and then I went to auto school. You know, I I, I was a mechanic at school, and then I became a sign language interpreter. And I remember thinking that, and that's psychic small, but you can see what you project happens. But I was telling – you want to hear a story?
0: (laughs) Yeah, because that story to me just sounds to me like you're just – creating your own destiny
1: yeah but i think that uh, that that, but at four years old to say to say i say i'm going to do that when i get older oh i think there's lots of people who've done that and i don't think it's necessarily psychic i I have to tell you why i'm not finished yet but let me tell you why okay because it it goes to everything even now is um last year i went to the new york school for the deaf Mm -hmm. i've never been there before i had an interpreter for many years and I, w- I hadn't signed in a couple of years either, and I was nervous going in there because everybody has to sign. And when I go in there, this beautiful deaf woman comes down and she starts signing, and I and I recognize what she's saying, and I'm signing back to her. And then all of a sudden, I'm telling the guests that came with us because I was helping a family. I knew where the where the offices were. I knew the grounds, mm-hmm. and the 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 woman. Uh, who, who was the who was guiding us who was deaf said oh you've been here before and I said no this is my first time she goes you know where everything is and and she says well you and I have a lot in common and I said now first of all she's four feet tall I'm like five foot seven I'm 200 pounds she's like maybe wet 150 120 pounds I said I don't think we have anything in common she goes yeah we're both deaf hmm she didn't know I was deaf That you were not deaf. She did not know that I was not deaf. (laughs) Again, difficult (laughs) podcast. Again, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? So the point is, is that there's that to me, that's not, to me, that's what that's about is that's, that's a spiritual experience Mm -hmm. because I was there before and I'd never been there and I knew everything. And my sign was, Mm -hmm. she thought I was deaf. That's the biggest compliment you can get. Uh, so I don't know. That's that's my first. I feel like that's my first as a young child remembering psychic experience. Open up my window to substitute
0: outside.
1: No. <laughs> well I want to tell you a story did I ever tell you the story my first assignment because it goes on to me in the in the grocery store your first
0: assignment like Charlie's Angels <laughs> like what kind <laughs> yeah, of assignment it
1: was my first assignment <laughs> should you choose <laughs> <this assignment? laughs> my, my first assignment well you know we talk about we're talking about me being born deaf getting my hearing back thinking I'm going to be an interpreter when I'm 15 years old, mom wanted to do something with me, an mm-hmm. activity. Yeah. So she said, Kathy, I'm gonna, let's take a sign language class together. That is the last thing I want to do with mom. <laughs> but on the other hand, maybe she wasn't talking, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it would be something she just wouldn't <laughs> talk. So I said, okay, I'll, I'm in, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So I met my first teacher, she was uh, an, old, an older woman, she was deaf, and I picked it up very quickly. And she was, you know, shocked and surprised. My second teacher, after because we took it for a couple years, um, she was amazing and we had a great rapport. I learned a lot from them. So I took sign language for two years. Mom kind of dropped out or whatever. Um, I was going to mechanic school, so uh, sign language wasn't on the top of my list. And then I had Sophie at a young age, I was almost 20, and I needed a job. And my second teacher said... I have a job for you. It's at a school district. I said, I am not an interpreter. She goes, Oh yes, you're amazing. I'll teach you everything you need to know in like two weeks, the way you pick it up. So I was like, well, why not? You know? So I interview for the job. I get the job out of nine professional interpreters. Yeah. I get the job.
0: Cause who needs
1: certification? Really? Who, need, who <laughs> needs, who needs, please. who needs, they just <laughs> loved me. And I, you know, so I said, great. So I was very nervous. I had my first, uh, interpreting gig in the school and it's a storyteller so I'm going to be interpreting a storyteller oh
0: yeah <laughs> I know this story <laughs> I, I it's
1: kind of okay I'm like, I know story go ahead it's a great go story ahead, okay them. go ahead because Teller it goes it cares. goes with the theme of me not having psychic moments where I could have used help so, so, so I'm sitting in the front. I'm really nervous. There's just a, it's an auditorium and there's a, there's these, I had the little kindergartners in the front, little deaf kids, super cute. And then the adults in the back. And I don't know much about folk stories. You know, I'm just not that global.
0: global. Yeah. You're not really, <laughs> your favorite movie is what Kathy? I'm
1: not talking to you right uh-huh. now. I'm like, you're interrupting my story. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's class act act. act. it's my favorite so um says everything you know what can you let me finish okay so I'm sitting there I'm very nervous and the guy with the guitar the folk singer is like oh I'm so excited there's an interpreter I'm like yeah this is really exciting for me it's my first time uh you know interpreting for this it's going to be great so he starts talking about Anansi the spider. Mm-hmm. Now, does anybody know the spider is like the mother goose of Africa? Mm-hmm. I don't know Anansi the spider. I mm-hmm. don't know it. So he starts off with the singing and he says, OK, and Anansi sitting on a hill telling a story. And I go, I was perplexed and I and I was like, what did he say? And I sign a Nazi <laughs> <sitting> <laughs> on a rock, telling a story,
0: which is uh, the not the sign for Nazi is like a little it's your like, finger it looks over like a your Hitler sign. Yeah, it's, it's like a li- your finger.
1: Oh, <laughs> I can't do it because then it's no, going to be no, no, mis- don't, don't Jor- do that because yeah. it'll be misinterpreted. Yeah.
0: Jor- especially yeah,
1: now. no, it's the so, finger
0: over your like the like the mustache and, and you make a little the, the gut, salute, right. you know, terrible so salute. So
1: it's not like it's subtle. So I have all these like little kids doing the Nazi sign and the teachers in the back going, asshole, like signing to me, asshole, a Nazi, the spider, not Nazi, a Nazi. So they're signing spider and I'm confused and I go, why are they signing spider to me? Like I was processing this and I have these little babies going, a Nazi sitting on the hill telling a story. So to make a long story short, I got sent to the principal's office <laughs> and I really wish that I had a psychic moment and it was not. So anyway, that's my story. A Nazi sitting on his. Oh my God. Never loved it down.
0: Well, you have had many psychic moments that are not embarrassing.
1: (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) And everybody, when I walked in the hallways, they kept saluting. Like I was really embarrassed. I was like laughing stock. Yeah. Laughing stock.
0: Uh, There's a, there's a, (laughs) (laughs) I I really won't be the last time. (laughs) Anyway. Um, I do remember one time, um, yeah, you know, there's five there's five years between us and there was definitely a time when you were first coming into your psychic self and we were not together. I wasn't living nearby. I really didn't I didn't witness the onset of your psychic ability mm-hmm. or recognition of your psychic ability. You were always the goofy um kid doing Ed Ed Grimley <laughs> impersonations. And so, you know, um you were not privy to my spiritual journey. Right. I was not right. privy no. to the beginning of yours no. either. So um, when I came kind of back into your life, when I moved back and we were spending more time together, especially when Sophie, after Sophie was born, because we all had to raise this beautiful little child that disrupted everything. Um, uh, you We were someplace, and I, I have a very vivid memory of somebody. It was like a friend uh, uh, a friend you did a reading for we ran into her there was another friend and the woman said i i just don't believe in psychics you know you can tell me whatever like rolled her eyes or whatever yeah and you were you know young and defiant and you and she was like well tell me something and you were like well i, I don't i don't know i i don't know and we were talking you were looking at her looking at her looking at her and suddenly you said i i don't know i just feel like you have an 11 or not eleven-year-old, an eight-year-old uh, spirit hugging you who never leaves you alone. I don't know if you're remembering this. I don't even remember. So I'm staring. Long, going, yeah, it I was don't so remember. long ago. And um, the woman said, "What did you say?" And you said, "There's there's a child energy around you who's hugging you at your hips and is just not letting go." And the woman like kind of glared at you and she was like kind of pissed mm. and she said. Um, and uh, she didn't say anything. She's just glaring at you. And the the friend who you did a reading for was like, "Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god!" She's uh, she leaned in and she was like, "Um, that's," and she said a name. And it turned out that the woman had twins. Oh, and yes, the one twin the didn't Pet. survive. Um, the first yeah, few, I remember was a that. was creamy or something, right? And the twin was that age. Yeah. And that was the first time I was like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy, you're not just an Ed Grimley Mm -hmm. impersonator. Um, I'm glad I had to do like
1: a magic show to get response. <laughs> like
0: I had but to like do it. Do, a... Don't you find that that happens? I mean, uh, the, you a know, lot. recent recently I, a lot. It recently, had... the the last um, free advice for a dollar we were doing outside Ugh, our so yard. Well,
1: <laughs> I know. You're... I don't want it in case she listens. I don't know. I don't care if she listens. You know, but to talk about it. she <laughs> sat down. Talk about her. She sat I just down. Don't like um, I don't like. I don't like it when when people are. Um, you know, yeah, but end, yeah, know but in I the end yeah but in the end she came back and I showed know. respect
0: but it was interesting how um you know this woman walked by saw her free advice for a dollar was like what is this this is what is I don't understand and she sat down and she immediately said said oh and i just was gently like well between uh my um Honesty and uh, you know analysis. Looking at you, talking to you, and Kathy's psychic ability. We can probably come up with some advice for you. She's like, "Oh, really, a psychic ability? Tell me something about myself." I can't stand And that. Kathy was like, like "Nope, we don't play that game," and uh, and so the the woman was like, "Okay, all right, all right, no, I'll play." And then she like turned, you know, took she, it she down took it not, down a notch, and then yeah. she gave us a dollar.
1: And, and that's when I worked. So maybe, <laughs>
0: <laughs> she put the dollar in, all of a sudden, I'm like that machine. And, so, and then uh, she said, um, well, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to talk about. And you just like leaned into her and you said, um, I mean, you literally like just leaned yeah. closer to her. Yeah. I mean, you leaned into her like right. a mobster. Um, <laughs> that's, that's your my job. Job. <laughs> and so uh and uh so you were like leaning into her more physically and you said um you have a lot of concern you're carrying around a lot of concern and the woman said i know right as if she told you everything about her life and you said i said <laughs> and you said "I." I, you're very concerned about your daughter. I understand that. And she's like, I know it's so, you know, she doesn't know, know. That. <laughs> And I'm like looking at this lady like she's clueless. She's so in her own head. Yeah. This poor woman is in her own head. And you said. Um, I told her her daughter wasn't bipolar. Yeah.
1: I said, listen, your daughter isn't bipolar. And she said, I know.
0: And then you said, um, and she's gaining a lot of weight from the medicine that she's on. And she's like, I know. And she's talking to you like you were old friends, just ran into the grocery store. Like I could just do this. Buying salami with English (laughs) accents. And um, But then you said, um, well, there's a Christine who wants to help you. And the woman's like, no.
1: Yeah, she was like, no. I
0: don't know a Christine. There's no Christine. And you were like, okay, well, I'm telling you. Uh, that's what I hear. That's what I believe so just remember the name christine whatever She'll take help. it you just you know your i know your attitude was like you only gave me a goddamn dollar you can <laughs> you know least- you can move on <laughs> <laughs> we have other you know it's the street festival we have fried oreos to eat so just keep it moving lady anyway so we were <laughs> polite and then she left and we were like oh my god bleh. we were and <laughs> then um, half an hour later she comes back and she was like you're good <laughs> You're good. So, of course, the woman had to immediately call her daughter. Right. And her daughter, and she said, "Um, do you know Christine? And the daughter said, it just so happened that this daughter apparently was in her last semester of nursing school. Yeah. And she had. um,
1: Anxiety, stress. Yeah. She kind of had a
0: little breakdown and it took her away from being able to Mm -hmm. take her final exams. Thus not completing things and she had problems with financial aid, et cetera. And it turned out that this Christine person in their life, or they have a Christine person in her life. I don't know if it's the Christine, but right. nevertheless, the the daughter said, Oh my gosh, there's Christine is the woman who works in the financial aid office. Who's going to help me finish school. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah. and this woman, still is out there she had to you know quote unquote had to be convinced and that's the most annoying thing
1: i think well you know what it is i it's not my job to convince you of my gift i I, if you're a skeptic you can be i'm still gonna love you i'm still gonna give
0: you i mean that goes back to our conversation of i believe what you believe
1: i i'm totally okay like i'm not here i i don't like to debate i'm not very good at it Mm -hmm. i'm a i know i'm a smart person I just don't, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at trying to convince you things because that's not my job. I'm going to respect how you Mm -hmm. feel, but I'm not going to stop what I can do. And you're welcome not to hear it if you're asking me. It seems that people who are skeptic are the ones that come to me because they want me to put on a show. I'm beyond putting on a show. And that's the first thing I say if you're testing me, this reading isn't going to work. Here's a list of people who love to be tested yeah. because, you know, when yeah. I give them other, I said, this is a serious... <laughs> they're com-
0: they're competitors in the Psychic Olympics. They're,
1: <laughs> they're, <laughs> I'm not jealous. I'm not, I'm not a jealous. Psychic. They like the envelopes with the shapes they in it. They love it. I just, I don't because I feel like our time together is valuable and I want you to get the most out of yeah. it. So if you're sitting here with a with a wall trying right. to make me do a trick. Yeah. um, It makes me sad because there's so many amazing psychics and spiritualists out there and spiritists out there who, who, who feel that way, who feel like a sideshow. And, uh, well, it doesn't help that there are
0: a lot of psychics out there that are trying to take your
1: dollar. Just like
0: who put out the, who put out the crystal ball and the take off the pirate garb at Uh, the psychic fairs. Oh, I I
1: thought you were talking to me. I'm like, I didn't wear it. I don't have it on. No,
0: You know, like, the last psychic fair. I love our psychic Lawrence. My, yeah. you know, who yeah. I consult yeah. Lawrence is that he looks like, an we an look like, normal we, dude. Yeah, we're just like hanging out. I, I have no interest in going to the big turban. I have no interest in going to the tassily, uh, and they're bangly. I, I you know, yeah. and I
1: understand everybody has to make a living and whatever you can do. But my thing is it, to me, this is serious stuff. This yeah. is life stuff. To me, I take it serious. I take my, I don't take myself seriously. But I take my job very seriously. Clearly, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Governor, can I please have a quarter pound of salami? <laughs> the fuck is that? Who does that? I did that. So I just think that that's that's the point is that I take what I do very seriously. Yeah. And if you're spending time with me, There's a reason, and it and it usually comes out. And when people say that's not true, I say, okay, take it with you. And I hope whatever happens happens. And then they call me. Yeah. The last amazing story, which I can share, I have permission from the person, was with dad. Yeah. So our father, um, oh, it's so funny. He he calls me Oda. He called me. He he passed away on Father's Day. Okay, who does that? He does that last year year. Oh, it's so crazy. So he asshole, uh, jerk. <laughs> he's laughing. He's he's like something's gonna fall down. And all of a sudden, I'm gonna get smacked inside my head. I just feel it coming. <laughs> jerk. I'm so uh, getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pop pop. So so before I I was living with dad before he passed away, and I was living, and so my clients would come here, and dad. Who didn't believe, he used to call me Oda May. Right now. Well, he didn't believe for a really long time, even though he had the oh, gift. He's the worst. Sure. He's yeah. the best. He, yeah. He's the worst. He's the best. You know. Mm-hmm. So he was skeptic. My favorite was when he started to get curious when Sophie and I were on the porch, remember? And he would never even come near us if I had cards. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even come near mm-hmm. me. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. All of, right. the Catholic thing. Yeah. And what changed was mom passed away in 2013. Dad and I were so addicted to a haunting, like we would <laughs> we would binge watch a haunting and then have to watch Golden Girls because we scared ourselves so much. <laughs> and I said, Dad, that stuff's real, man. Like the haunting, is yeah. it, that's how you handle it. And I was like, yeah, she did it right. And then we'd get mad when they didn't solve the problem. Anyway, so... <laughs> I had a candle on and I said, dad, I'm going to go to bed. Just blow out the candle. He's like, am I going to ruin the West wind or anything? (laughs) I was like, no, Jesus with you, dad. It's all good. He's like, okay. And he started to take more interest in what I was doing. I had a client come over. I was like, dad, I have a client. We're going to go in the kitchen. He's like, all right. He's watching the football game. And the client knew me for years. So she came in. She didn't care that dad was there. And dad goes in there, he interrupts, he goes to the kitchen, grabs a freaking piece of pie and then sits at the kitchen table. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, and and the woman just goes like shaking, like, don't tell him to go away. Like for whatever reason, she yeah. felt like she knew his situation. So I start doing the reading and I'm telling her a story. And Dad's like, oh, oh. <laughs> first of all, you're interrupting my reading, dad. Anyway, the bottom line, he started to get more of an interest And so we had a pact. I was like, listen, Dad, when you die, what's your outfit? So I recognize you. So we decided he was going to wear his motorcycle. The motorcycle outfit. Yeah. I said, okay, Dad, what's your code word? He's like, two eggs. Because he was pissed I left two eggs in the and not. I remember. So we came up and we were laughing about all this stuff. And I was like, listen old man you interrupt me making money in the spirit world I'm gonna fucking sage you right And he's like I would never mess with your money you know I'm not gonna interrupt you right so I didn't when I'm doing readings or spiritual stuff I don't really see dad I have dreams and stuff and so I did this party for this woman and um and I'm gonna say her name Bernadette she's gonna be so excited I mentioned her name and Bernadette was like um she she I was doing a reading with her and I said oh I feel this presence around you it's really strong this guy's like I don't know he's older and he's got white hair and he wears khaki pants I'm like that's my dad I'm like dad get out of the way and I see him like going "No, oh, I'm just like I'm sorry I'm interrupting so I'm like I'm so I said to her I'm sorry I, I didn't my dad interrupted and then I said oh your husband is here and he's wearing you know jeans and and I was describing him and she goes oh my god like this and I said no and then there's another guy it was like a party in there and I said it's your father-in-law he's got a cowboy hat and the belt buckle and I was describing them I can hear them it was like a cackling Italian party okay I'm getting emotional because dad's there because it was the first time I connect she says to me, Kathy, I went to so many mediums, so many psychics, and nobody could see my Frank. And I said, well, he's here. And we had the best time. It was like a real party. So I leave the party. Everybody's happy. Two, two weeks now have, has gone by. And I'm driving in the car, and I hear Dad. Indian Point. And I said, Dad? And then I hear Frank. Indian Point. And I said, mm-hmm what is going on now I feel like I'm crazy I'm like wait this is weird I must be really sad about dad so I see Frank I see the father-in-law I see them all in my car and I go are you serious is that why he came through I don't call clients I called the client I said Bernadette I apologize this is so unprofessional but I have to ask you a question where did Frank and your father-in-law work she said, oh, you know, Con Edison, Indian Point. And I was like, oh, I, I freaked myself out and I freaked myself out. And, and she says, Are, and I said, my dad worked with your husband and father-in-law. And she says, oh, my God. And I told him, Bob, you know, and she goes, I know who he is. And we just cried and cried and cried. And I still get surprised. And the bonding that it took, and I think that the reason why Frank was comfortable is dad brought him to me to yeah. say you can trust her. Yeah. And to me, unless you, if you don't believe that, you can't fake that. You can't make that up. Yeah. I didn't know this woman. Yeah. And we were brought together and I by remember, the spirits. And yeah. I
0: remember when you called me and told me, and I was like, you know, the healthy skeptic, I'm like, did you go in her house? I did Did you see any, right. you know, like dad had his like, um, stupid paper weight thing that said con edison 40 like was there anything subconscious did you and your last name is not Verderamo anymore right it's like you know
1: it's crazy it was it was pretty cool because i feel like dad and i i finally got to see him and feel him and i got to see you know to me that's proof and that's what makes me love what i do and i got the healing that i was able to help bernadette I was able to heal myself too, and so now we're like family, yeah, because of the situation, sure. and that i like I said, even though I experience these things, i still get surprised. I'm very humble it could uh, to me, I think it could go away at any moment. I feel like your gift can go away at any moment why um. For me, my belief system, I think that I've witnessed very famous psychics. I don't want to mention any names who was fantastic. and got At one to, point, yeah. They, and their then they ego, get Their ego yeah, gets in the way and then all and of greed, a sudden it's like, you know. Stuff. So I never want to, jin- you know. Well,
0: I think if you continue your motivation, your motivation is always to heal. Like yeah. I've watched you shut people down when they're like, is my husband cheating on me oh and you have no time for that that's not healing that's not like that's not what you do right Let's and turn. to me i feel like if whatever you do in life really is if your motivation is still comes from a place of truth healing right. moving forward
1: it's not what's yeah. ha- it's not what's happening to you it's how you <gasps> handle it
0: snape <gasps> just fell
1: snickery, snape just fell. Snipping. snape has a different opinion snickery snape I think that yeah,
0: the House of Slytherin just uh uh just uh, came into the house, appeared, and gave us a different opinion. Okay, (laughs) maybe he's calling bullshit on me.
1: (laughs) It's like like, that's not you. He called bullshit.
0: That's awesome. So uh, so I wanted to talk also about when I was talk thinking about psychic stories and stuff, and obviously, um, those of us who practice anything use tools usually now yeah, there are sometimes. great people now i know that um you know there are lots of people who just look at you and can read your energy and whatever mm-hmm. but lots of times you know we use the good old tarot But
1: i know if, if i don't have the I, I like to use tarot because it's less draining for me it gives me a just a cuz if people are blocked yeah. cuz normally i don't need them i could just yeah i right. could just go with yeah, it yeah yeah but i like using them cuz first of all i just i just love looking at them and i think it helps with perspective but it it sparks me sparks my psyche so i like using it and i like to use all types of cards um regardless of um uh the divination of it i think there there you can always find something in them
0: yeah yeah, I think between the two of us, we probably have like 10 decks of cards, yeah, 10, more 10 th- different cards, right? Yeah,
1: yeah well that, yeah. 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 I still use the Rider weight, right, like no matter what, I still go back to the yeah. original.
0: Yeah, I really like, um, uh, I like the independent artist ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two that I really like. I have the Deviant Moon the Which deviant. I know creeps you out. You don't like it. I'll show you pictures. We pulled you a card dark earlier. dark cards. I'm I a do, light. I like fluffy. I I, know. Color I trees. I'm attracted to the dark stuff. Oh, and um, yes, Peter Benedetti don't. has a really great uh, tarot deck called hey, the i read, Will.
1: I read, I read. I was the first. You were the first psychic. I was the first psychic. psychic to use his cards. First person. First person. To read have his a, cards.
0: Well, you know, he started doing the artwork in this, you know, um, you know, this is where debate comes in, right? When I first saw it, you know, I follow him on Instagram. I'm a friend, friend, a friend. And I immediately saw the divine in his work. And the cards that he was interpreting, he was just going off of the Rider weight. And he put symbols in certain cards yeah, that yeah.
1: were... They're powerful. Yeah. They're powerful. And he had no
0: idea. And he was just like, I'm just doing it. And I'm like... Okay, you really need to do more. You have to complete the deck. Please finish the deck. And um, you know, I'm so happy that I was part of the catalyst of you know him completing the deck and publishing the deck. And he sells them, and we'll post them on our Facebook page. Um, My point is that no matter uh, what you're inclined towards, you can find the tools that will help, like you say, spark. It doesn't. I can use your salad.
1: I, f- yeah. I remember, I, yeah. I can use your salad. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. talking to somebody and they were like, oh, you can't read, I was like, I can read your salad. Yeah, and I know. She, I like when you read M&M's. And she, <laughs> yeah, I do read way. M&M's. I don't like everybody touching my stones, so I get a fresh pack of M&M's. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> stupid. that's that's the... um. <laughs> Muppets School of Divination. That's what I learned.
1: <laughs> in Sam not the Eagles. In, in Sam the Eagles class, we had to learn to be sanitary and not have other people touch our stuff. <laughs> so so um, now I forgot what I was talking. Now I have that moment. You can read
0: anything, oh, including a salad. salad.
1: And I looked at her. I was like, I could tell you what's going on with you by the way you're eating your salad. And she was like... Okay, and I was like, "You're so constipated. You need to stop." Well, she's eating a salad. No, the way you know what? Why did you ruin that? It was really good. Okay, go ahead. The way, and I, and I don't. When I looked at their salad, I wanted to go into herself. And the way I saw all the steak going in, it looked like her intestine, and it looked blocked. That's really gross, isn't it? Can you imagine what I see? What people do? (laughs) Can you imagine what I see? What people do? It's gross you're constipated
0: you're constipated you're constipated <laughs> so let's what do you pull
1: th- some cards okay let's pull some cards are we asking are we going on a question or anything um no we're gonna pull some cards
0: and we are going to talk about how you read the cards a oh, little bit okay so you're gonna use your deck go ahead and All right, I'm going to use my deck. Go ahead. You're going to use your deck. And, you know, when you shuffle the cards, like, what do you think
1: about? I don't think about anything. Mm -hmm. I try to clear my mind and just say, just uh, give me the message I need to hear. Give me the message I need to see. Just tell me what you want me to say. And I just give it all up. And then, here, put this back on. I'm going to do a new one. So
0: um, That's all I say. Well, for shits and giggles, just um, pull a couple cards for me. Okay, I'm not thinking yeah, about anything. Don't think about anything. I know exactly Oh yeah. About- <laughs> You're an <laughs> asshole.
1: <laughs> the swords in the heart and the and the lush. <laughs> it was three of swords and the fool. Right, which the fool. I have to say, we've been. We just talked we about just, the fool, and it came up twice in this. Uh, in the this fool came thing. up for our um our email. Dad let. just threw something at me. Uh, something just felt. Oh, it was dad. Okay, that's all right. So yeah, the fool. Well, the fool for that question was a different interpretation than the one I'm going to give you. Okay, because that's how I can... is
0: it because the cards represent that, or your
1: intuition? Tells my intuition you that? tells me that. Okay, that's why I. You know I. Mention that everybody uses cards differently. People who are cold readers read the card. That's what the card means. It's skill. Like people who can do that is amazing. I can't remember any. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> remember what the <laughs> meanings were anyway. So I'm glad I have my intuition. So I just use them simply to spark maybe a message to give you. So I pulled out four cards for me. Don't know right why, now. but yeah. I just did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm separating them. I have the Three of Swords, which is three swords through the heart, and then <laughs> underneath you. Is you traveling with swords in front of you. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, I have the full, Wands. which is yeah. all yell. It's bright and yellow, which means taking a chance and and just going with that flow and just be intoxicated. Have a good time. Don't feel guilty for having a good time. And then underneath you, again, it's about movement and it's the Knight of Wands, which is Uh, going to me when I see you it's going forward in directions because that's how it matches so your your thoughts you have to have more confidence in your thoughts that it's okay to move (laughs) forward (laughs) you're stopping yourself from moving forward sometimes yeah that's true so that that's how I got that message so I think that could go for anybody right now Mm -hmm. like don't stop yourself from moving forward because you're afraid you know, one of the things that Donna used to say, taught me was you're driven by two things, love and fear. If we're driven by fear, it's a little bit more difficult. You know, drive yourself with love. Take chances. Have fun. Lighten up. Don't think too much. It That is, you can do that. So I say, enjoy the moment. Keep moving forward. Yeah. Good things are happening.
0: All right. Let's clap and make it so. All right. you like the sisters are in on facebook yet
1: send us your questions or comments through our page or email us at the sisters are in at gmail